What is the best university ever? Welcome to Iowa, where you can write your own story. Choose from over 200 areas of study, including a dozen programs ranked in the top 10. Roll up your sleeves and try something new. You never know where it might take you. This story is written, directed, and produced by you. Learn more at uiowa.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News Ram Hotline. Entertainment from a Mountain State point of view. Weigh in on the conversation by calling 1-800-765-8255 or text hotline at 304-825-5304. That's 304-TALK-304. Here's the host for Metro News Hotline, Dave Weekly. Welcome back to the show. Hour number two, How Do You Do Metro News Hotline. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. I really, really do appreciate it. This is going to be a busy hour, the middle hour of our three-hour tour. We're here every weekday afternoon from 3 until 6 on the Metro News Radio Network. We'll take a look at the financial markets today. Um, Markets a little concerning a bit um, as the... uh, the, the three major indices, NASDAQ, S&P 500, and the Dow, all closed at the low of the day. We'll take a look at those numbers, and we'll run down the uh, a couple of individual stocks related to West Virginia and check the energy prices. Well, I'll reset our question of the day as well. Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot will be here. Man, a lot of stuff has happened since uh, the last time Dave was on the show. T.J. Watt is signed. Now, uh, for the Steelers, he played against the Bills. He's the highest paid defensive player in the league. The Steelers upset Buffalo, and now they get ready for the home opener this weekend against the Las Vegas Raiders. There's a lot of stuff to talk about Steeler-wise. We'll do that in a couple of minutes. 425, Talking TV and more. Bottom of the hour, Steve Whittington from Select Cards and Collectibles will be here. So if you've got any questions about cards you're interested in, some cards you may own, uh, send me a text on that. 304-8255-304-304-TALK-304. Got a couple of questions for him today regarding local players. Is it time to maybe go out and get yourself a couple of Alec Manoa rookie cards? Um, should you be investing in him? I mean, he looked so good last night for the Toronto Blue Jays, and he's just, uh, with the uh, with the exception of just a couple of starts, he ha- really has been outstanding for the Blue Jays, who, if the season ended today, would be in the playoffs, and he's a big part of that. Also, uh, we were talking in the 3 o'clock hour a little bit about Ryan Braun announcing his retirement today after 14 years with the Milwaukee Brewers. He played Class A ball here in Charleston. You know, what kind of value... 
uh, additional value does a player have in terms of collectibles and his cards when that particular player spends their entire career with one team? I, I think it has a little bit of value. I'll ask, uh, I'll ask him about that as well. And one of the other things that's kind of interesting for our conversation today, you know, with the new NIL rules, there are some card manufacturers uh, that are doing NFL cards and you're finding some college players sprinkled in there now. So this is a way for some money to get filtered uh, down to some of these guys who are still in college, but who probably will be playing in the league at some point in the future. We'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour. On this date at 4.50, we're about 51 minutes away from the five things to know at 5 o'clock. In the 5 o'clock hour, we will hear uh, both from Neil Brown at West Virginia about the Mountaineers game with Virginia Tech in Morgantown this weekend. Charles Huff met the media in Huntington. Marshall's head coach has a big game this week as the Herd will host East Carolina. Obviously, a lot of history between those two teams. We'll play in or out at 5.25. Oh, also in that 5 o'clock hour, we will take a look at the uh, first set of West Virginia SSAC playoff rankings. If the if the high school season ended today, the regular season, we'll take a look at the 16 teams in each of the three West Virginia classes that would be on their way to the postseason. We'll do that in the 5 o'clock hour. Tom Bragg will be here from 24-7 Sports at 5.33 to talk about uh, uh, Marshall's non-conference. Basketball schedule is out. Also, he's got some thoughts on Marshall's football game with ECU this weekend. Got a coronavirus update we'll do in our final half hour. And then, of course, we'll have more of your comments uh, on our question of the day before we hand off to the boys on Sportsline. That comes your way at 6.06 tonight on the network. Okay, let's start with the financial markets. Dow Jones Industrials were down 292 points today, closing at 34,577. S&P 500 down one half of 1%, losing almost 26 points today, 44.43 at the close. Tech Heavy NASDAQ, uh, likewise, down one half of 1%, losing almost 68 points today, 15,037 at the close. Amongst stocks of local interest to West Virginia, there were big percentage gainers or losers today. Caterpillar was down 2%, lost $4.19, 2 20201 at the close today. Halliburton was down 2%, lost 42 cents, 2003 at the close. Regional banks were down today. Nucor, steel down for the second consecutive day across the board. Nucor was down 2.7%, lost $3 a share today, ended the session at 106.19. In the energy space, oil flat today, down but just 8 cents. WTI and the NYMEX closed at $70.37, and that gas was up again today. Up 1.2%, tacked on another six cents, now at $5.29. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. We're seeing highs on nat gas right now that we have not seen since February of 2014. Here is our question of the day. All right, question of the day. This is a big day for Apple. They held its fall product launch event and introduced the the new iPhone 13. It'll be available for pre-sale ordering on Friday. Actually goes on sale September 24th. It's Apple's second generation 5G smartphone. It features all the kind of things you'd expect in a new phone. A faster processor, improved camera, better battery life, etc., etc. Some other new Apple items were also introduced today. But the new iPhone 13 was by far... The biggest story of today's latest Apple event. So here's the question. Question of the day. Are you in the market for a new phone? What kind of phone do you have now and how old is it? And what's more important to you regarding a new phone? The price point or the features? 
Once again, the question, are you in the market for a new phone? What kind of phone do you have now, and how old is it? And what's more important to you regarding a new phone, the price point or the features? Text it in, uh, your comments, 304-TALK-304. That's 304-8255-304. Tweet me to it weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. One word, three E's, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. We'll get to some of your responses in a bit, but now... It's time to talk about the 1-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Hi, Dave Bryan joins me from Steeler Depot. And, you know, Dave, the last thing you said to me last week before you signed off was, hopefully we'll be talking about a Steeler win today. And I I have to tell you, I did not really... Feel I didn't feel that vibe when the game began, but it turned out to be quite the second half, and the Steelers get the upset. They beat the Bills in Buffalo, and I said on social media, I think this win is going to look better and better as the season goes along. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. And for starters, uh, you know, I had to eat some uh, buffaloed uh, crow on, <laughs> on, on, on Monday morning as well, too, because I picked against the Steelers. Look, I think it was kind of easy to do, right? You have a uh, young uh, offensive line uh, the Steelers had, you know, play against Buffalo there. Buffalo, uh, obviously, a playoff. Uh, many people believe, including myself, they're going to be a team that's going to make a deep run into the playoffs again. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, obviously at quarterback, they got a, they had a, went into that game with a lot of continuity on both sides of the ball. It, it just it smelled doom. You know, week one game in Buffalo, a place that uh, not a lot of people have won at over the years. Uh, there. So, uh, yeah, uh, I was, I was pretty shocked by the outcome. And as you mentioned, uh, right out of the shoot there, you know, uh, Buffalo got the long kickoff. You return, you're thinking, Oh, brother, this is going to be a long day here. But, uh, the, uh, the defense got out there and, uh, got a three and out and, and, and forced a field goal, uh, on, on the short grass. And, and really that was the, you know, that set a nice tone, uh, right out of the shoot there. I thought the defense just played phenomenal throughout the game there. Boy, you had a nice rotation of T.J. Watt and Melvin Ingram and and Alex Highsmith just pressuring uh, uh, Josh Allen all day. The Steelers did barely had to blitz, but one or two times uh, during that game. And anytime you're getting pressure with four and sometimes three, that makes it incredibly tough on a uh, on an opposing quarterback there. So uh, the Steelers' offense did just enough in the second half. Especially after getting that that short field on the uh, fourth and one stop, and then you had even the special teams kind of poke their head in there and uh, and and kind of make up for that uh, early uh, kickoff return there, and they blocked the punt for a touchdown. <clears throat> so uh, it was a team win, and I got to be honest, and I wrote about this last night, uh, day before the uh, before the Ravens Raiders game. Uh, I think this was the not only the single, I, well, I do think it was the single best. Week one regular season win of Mike Tomlin's career going back to 2007. And I think when you look at Mike Tomlin's regular season wins period dating back to 2007, this one might be top five, top six. You know what? I totally agree. And I was that was going to be my next point to you, that I'm so glad that you wrote this article and fleshed this topic out. Because when the game was over, I was thinking that this had to be one of Tomlin's best regular season wins, no doubt about it. Hey, going back to the defense, how about the two cams? I mean, Hayward just controlled the line. He was just a beast. The The Bills just couldn't get him blocked. And uh, Cam Sutton had a big game, too. 
Absolutely. Boy, uh, Cam Hayward, you know, highest, I think, highest uh, defensive player score on pro football uh, focus this week as mm-hmm. well, too. It was up there. Boy, he was, it just seemed like he was, he was dominating whoever was across from him, whether it be the center uh, or the guard. And they just, you know, that, that, that Bill's offensive line's not bad at all. You know, the, look, I think, and you, you said it best, I think, at the top of the interview here. We're going to look, I think we're going to look back on this win a couple weeks from now and say, man, I can't believe the Steelers beat the Bills because they're they are that good, and this was not a shabby offensive line uh, that they took to uh, took to the woodshed most of the game there. And uh, Cam Hayward, a big part of that, obviously up the middle. And then as you uh, uh, said, you had a couple of Cams, Cam Sutton starting outside there. I just really like what. Mike Tomlin did with that secondary in general. He rotated a lot of guys through there. Uh, uh, had a different, some different nickel and dime defenders. Some different looks. Had even James Pierre playing on the outside, and Cam Sutton shifted to the inside. That makes it even harder on opposing quarterbacks too. You know, uh, you know, not only having to go against three and four man pressures that are getting home, but having to discern. Who is where in the in the defense? And we we even saw Minka Fitzpatrick roll down into the box a little bit to try to confuse Josh Allen as well too. So just you know, yeah, both the cans played well, but uh, you know, just the defense entirely played really really well. Taking uh, talking about Steeler football, Dave Brown from Steeler Depot. The the Steelers beat the Bills on Sunday. They host the Raiders this weekend. The Raiders were winners last night. Hey, one more thing about last week's game uh, against the Bills. You know, T.J. Watt uh, got his contract done um i you know i think a lot of steeler fans were really wondering you know what his performance would be like against the bills on sunday you know it looked like he was a little gassed in the second half a bit but i mean that's to be expected he played well he really did, and you know, if he would only keep himself in shape, he'd probably have four sacks in that game. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, he looked. I mean, he looked like T.J. Watt, right? I mean, uh, he was uh, taking that tackle over on that uh, uh, that tackle over on that side to school quite a bit there uh, as well. They did a good job of rotating him out of that game, and probably had to do it by force. But even so, I think he ended up playing of him, Melvin Ingram, and Alex Highsmith. I think uh, Watt still registered the most snaps. Of, uh, of all three of those edge rushers. So uh, he is a guy that you know, obviously didn't do a lot during training camp, but he was still doing what he needed to do on the side to keep his uh, physical conditioning up there, and I think that showed. And now with one game underneath his belt and, and the hitting up underneath his belt, I mean – yeah, I, you know, look, and on top of there, with those three guys right now, you can properly rotate those three edge rushers. It might be hard to get T.J. Watt to come out of a game, but if you can manage to get him out of a game for three snaps here, two snaps here, that'll help him at the end of the game. Should should you uh, need him in you know in certain situations there? So, uh, yeah, I really thought he played well, and I you know I thought he uh, great start to the season and uh, making another run at defensive uh, player of the year. Hopefully, so the the Steelers host the Raiders on. Sunday at Heinz Field at one o'clock, and you know they handled Josh Allen uh, relatively well. But this this game over the uh, this game with the Raiders is not going to be a walkover. I mean, Derek Carr played well last night, especially in the second half. But I wanted to ask you about Najee Harris. He had forty five yards in his pro debut against the Bills defense. Do you think he starts putting some things together this weekend? 
Yeah, look, especially if you look at uh, the way the uh, the Raiders' defense, uh, the Raiders' pass rush is something that really needs to be, you know, I think concerned about, especially with that Steelers' offensive line. But uh, the Ravens, even with two guys that they just picked up off the street, basically, and running backs, those two running backs uh, or three running backs uh, combined for just short of 100 yards mm-hmm. in that game. And those are guys that probably had to introduce themselves to Lamar Jackson before the game uh, and the rest of the offensive linemen. So, you know, if you look at the uh, a team like the Steelers and, and, and you know, Najee Harris, it wasn't an awful game uh, for Najee, but it was one of those, look, good to get your first game underneath your belt and good for that offensive line to work together, especially in a visiting stadium uh, that was very, very loud. Now they're coming back to Heinz Field, right? So some 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 things should shift in their favor. And, uh, look, the Raiders lost quite a few players to injury, especially on the defensive side of that football uh, last night. Gerald McCoy's probably lost for the season. Uh, Yannick uh, in, in Guacway, I think, suffered a hamstring injury, and I think they had one or two other uh, injuries on defense as well, too, there. So, yeah, I, I would think that uh, we will see Najee have a better game uh, overall yards from scrimmage when it comes to uh, the game against the Raiders on Sunday, which the Steelers obviously will be favored to win. Well, you could tell, uh, obviously, Mike Tomlin is is well aware what the Raiders have. He, he talked about Darren Waller today during his presser. Waller looked good last night, double digits in catches, uh, 10 catches, 105 yards and a touchdown for Las Vegas last night. Did he, did he I didn't get to see all of Tomlin's presser today. Did he have any comments about Steeler injuries this week? Uh, yeah, they're going to be fairly healthy. Now, Robert Spillane was a late, 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 late scratch before the game against the Bills. Injured a shin uh, in pregame warm-ups, but he might be limited at the start of the week. They expect to have him if they need him by Sunday. Other than that, it looks like a clean bill of health. Now, obviously, we've heard that on Tuesdays before and get the Wednesday injury report, and there's be somebody on there. But there might be a couple of veterans held out, uh, just limited, just because they are veterans on Wednesday. But we're expecting a pretty clean injury report sheet when it gets released Wednesday after practice, Dave. So the early line on the game, the Steelers are five and a half point favorites. The The total on the game is 47. When we hit the commercial break here in just a sec, I'm going to retweet this story from Steely Depot that, that Dave wrote yesterday about where he puts the, the win in Buffalo in week number one amongst uh, Mike Tomlin's best all-time wins. It's a good read. Dave, good stuff. Uh, listen, hopefully we'll have another Steeler win to talk about when you rejoin me next Tuesday at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Have a good week. Hey, you too. Let's go for another 11-0 and start like we did last year, Dave. I, that, that, that was kind of nice. I like talking about wins a lot more than I do losses, so have a good week. Have a good week. That sounds good. All right, follow Dave at Steeler Depot on Twitter. More than 85,000 Steeler fans already do. We'll take a quick break. We're coming back. Talking TV and more is coming up next. Football season is here. Hi, everyone. I'm Brad Howe, inviting you to join us each week for our podcast, The Game Within the Game, presented by DraftKings. Each week, I'll be joined by longtime Las Vegas oddsmaker Dave Sharapan and Julian Edlow from DraftKings as we dive deep into the NFL and college football. We'll hit it all, player props, game totals, and sides, as we provide you with actionable information you can use to gain an edge. It's The Game Within the Game, presented by DraftKings. Mondays get you down? Well, we got great news. There's a new day to play Powerball for a chance to win millions. Powerball now offers Monday Night Millions. You can now play Powerball three days a week. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. An extra draw day means faster growing and bigger jackpots, plus more chances to win. So what are you waiting for? Spice up your week with the new Monday Night Millions. Play Powerball today. For more information, visit WVLottery.com. Please play responsibly. 
Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Are you ready to shop? Well, holiday spending could hit a record $1.3 trillion this year, according to the accounting and consulting firm Detroit. It predicts growth of spending of up to 9%, with Americans planning to spend more on travel and dining out during the holidays. Wells Fargo pushing back its return to office date again by another two weeks because of the Delta variant. Those workers won't have to come back until November 1st now. On Wall Street, there's just minutes ago ahead of the closing bell, but it can't come soon enough. Stocks are way down, even though inflation eased up a bit in August. It rose by the smallest amount in seven months. But right now, the Dow is down 1%. The Nasdaq down about two-thirds of a percent. The S&P down three-quarters of 1%. And Amazon is bringing its Amazon One hand-screening technology to the Red Rock Amphitheater in Denver, where starting today, future concert goers can get their palms scanned to automatically pay for and then get into upcoming shows. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. This is This Date in Reds Baseball with team historian Greg Rhodes. Not many players have hit a home run in their first major league at bat, but one Cincinnati Red who did was Ted Tappy, and he did it on this September 14th in 1950. Ted was all of 19 years old. The Reds had signed him right out of high school and sent him to their farm team in Charleston, West Virginia where in what was to become a familiar story, Ted homered in his very first minor league at bat. He hit pretty well with Charleston and the Reds promoted him, and he was called on to pinch hit in a game against Brooklyn in New York. Ted promptly hit one over the right field screen in his first major league at bat. Quite a debut for young Mr. Tappy. This September 14, 1950, this date in Reds baseball. This date in Reds baseball is brought to you by the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame and Museum, presented by Dinsmore. Celebrating greatness, preserving history, providing inspiration. Hi, I'm David McCormick, owner of Omega Commercial Interiors. If I said you're one computer click away from losing an after-school sports program, a police officer, or a road repair worker, would you still click that mouse? If you've been buying things online you can purchase locally, shame on you. You deserve a swift click in the head. Let's start supporting our home economy. Remember, buy local. And when you need office furniture, call Omega Commercial Interiors in Morgantown and Charleston. We're a proud West Virginia company. Hi, I'm Sean, a recent new customer of Capital Insurance Group in Charleston. Let me tell you what, they make the insurance process easy. Not only did I switch and save on my auto insurance, they got me an awesome deal by bundling home and auto together by shopping around to find which carriers fit what I was looking for at the best possible price. From the first call to receiving my final documents, Capital Insurance Group could not have been more helpful. I switched and saved, now you should too. Visit CIGWV.com to get started on a free quote today. This update is brought to you by 4th Avenue Financial. A good retirement takes planning. Let's get started today. Good afternoon, everyone. We are currently all clear here throughout the Charleston area. This is including on I-64, I-77, and I-79. No accidents or road closures to report to you at this time. So make sure to use caution and stay safe when traveling out on the roadways today. Follow us on Twitter at 580WCHS and navigate to WCHSnetwork.com. This is the Voice of Charleston, 580WCHS. Uh, Well, this is fun. Ahead of the newest James Bond film, one company is looking to hire someone to be an official martini tester. 
That sounds like a job a contestant on The Bachelorette would have. Like, hi, my name's Todd B. I'm an official martini tester. 28 past the hour. Time for talking TV and more. The, the entertainment world is dealing with the, the sad news today that Norm McDonald has died after a nine-year battle with cancer. Norm McDonald was 61 years old. Here's more. This man began his television stand-up debut with us 25 years ago. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. Very talented actor. Nobody funnier. Ladies and gentlemen, Norm MacDonald. Hi, I'm Norm MacDonald, and this is the news. Uh, I used to do the uh, weekend update news routine. You remember that? And, uh... That's where I did the make-believe news jokes, you know. That was me. A year and a half ago, right, I had a sort of a, a disagreement with the management. Uh, I wanted to keep my job. <laughs> and they felt the exact opposite. The great thing about the blogosphere, mm -hmm. you have friends, you see what I mean? Yeah. Now, on the computer, I have about 160,000 friends. Whoa. In real life, I have two. <laughs> You've been great. Thanks a lot, huh? Enjoy. This is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. With your news update, I'm Alex Thomas from the Parmar Store Studio of 580 WCHS. If you don't have a Parmar Store near you now, you will soon. It is 430 and 87 degrees in downtown Charleston. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin speaking in favor of the nomination of Dr. Raul Gupta to lead the Office of Drug Control Policy. President Joe Biden nominating Gupta, West Virginia's former state health officer. Manchin before the Senate Judiciary Committee. As a longtime resident of our home state of West Virginia, Dr. Gupta served as the health commissioner of West Virginia under both a Democrat and Republican governor and led the state's response to this horrible drug epidemic that we have in our state and all across our country. Senator Shelley Marcapto also speaking to the committee in support of Gupta. A Wayne County woman confessing to murdering another woman and concealing her body, according to the West Virginia State Police, 27-year-old Carrie Nicole Ramey of Branchland admitted to murdering 58-year-old Tina Atkins and placing her body in a garbage bag. An investigation is ongoing. Brooke County Senator Ryan Welch still trying to help Afghan allies flee that country this week, marking two weeks since American forces left Afghanistan. Thousands of people still trying to leave the country following the Taliban's takeover while on Metro News Talkline discussing possible options. Keeping them safe, keeping them calm, ensuring that, you know, that we're trying to find a solution and that we believe the American government is working to find a solution. And also, you know, not having them do anything rash, like try to make a, a, a bolt for a border. Only one neighboring country, Pakistan, is accepting Afghans at this time. Comedian Norm MacDonald has died. MacDonald had a private battle with cancer for nearly a decade. He was well known for his stand-up comedy and appearances on Saturday Night Live and its weekend update. Hi, I'm Norm MacDonald, and this is the news. MacDonald was 61 years old. Hank weather forecast, partly cloudy and humid this evening with a low of 66. Currently in the capital city, it is 87 degrees at 432. You're listening to The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. 
Hey, this is Dave Allen for your local Parmar store. If there's not a Parmar store near you now, there soon will be, including the all-new Parmar store Spruce River Market in Boone County. This month, save on Hostess single-serve cakes, two for $3.33. Pepsi or Mountain Dew 15-pack cans, $5.99, and Rowdy Energy Drinks, two for $4.25. Check out the Parmar app for app-only specials. And football fans, Parmar has your copy of the always popular Wally and Wimpy's. If there's not a Parmar store near you now, there soon will be. Sports from the Parmar Stores studios. If you don't have a Parmar store near you now, you will soon. The first edition of the WVSSAC High School Football Power Ratings are out. These are the ratings that will ultimately determine the field of 16 for the playoffs in all three classes. In Class AAA, South Charleston leads the way. The Black Eagles are followed by fellow unbeaten teams University, Huntington, Martinsburg, Jefferson, George Washington, Princeton, and Bridgeport. In Class AA, Kaiser leads the way. The Golden Tornado are followed by Frankfurt, Herbert Hoover, RCB, Nicholas County, Logan, Lincoln, and Polka. And in Class A, Doddridge County is in the top spot. East Hardy, Cameron, Madonna, and Wheeling Central Catholic complete the top five. And you can check out the complete rankings in all three classes at WVMetroNews.com. The fourth edition of High School Sports Line is queued up and ready to go tomorrow night at 7.06 all across the Metro News Radio Network. With this update of sports, I'm Joe Bricado on 580 WCHS. Leave the intimidating Wall Street jargon behind and get relatable advice from John Burdett of 4th Avenue Financial. Retire Right Radio, this Monday morning at 820 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, 26 minutes till the hour. We have got Steve Whittington from Select Cards and Collectibles coming up in just a sec. If you've got a question about cards or sports collectibles, send me a text on that, and I'll turn it right around to Steve at 304-8255-304, 304-TALK-304. First, a quick word from the West Virginia Lottery. West Virginia Lottery. Jackpots are in the millions here in West Virginia. And who doesn't want to be a millionaire? Getting the Powerball drawings Wednesdays and Saturdays. The Mega Millions drawings Tuesdays and Fridays. Will you be the next big winner? Play today. The Powerball jackpot is at $432 million, And the Mega Millions jackpot is at $383 million. Let's do also a quick reset of our question of the day. Get a couple of quick responses in here. Question of the day. Apple held its fall product launch event today and introduced the iPhone 13, which will be available for pre-sale ordering on Friday and actually goes on sale September 24th. The new iPhone 13 features all the kinds of things you would expect in a new phone, a faster processor, improved camera, better battery life, etc. So the question of the day is this. Are you in the market for a new phone? What kind of phone do you have? How old is it? What's more important to you regarding a new phone, the price point or the features? Once again, the question, are you in the market for a new phone? What kind of phone do you have now and how old is it? And what's more important to you regarding a new phone, the price point or the features? Coop, how old is your phone? How old Mine is uh, about three years old now. My phone is five years old. Is that too old? 
I don't know. I, I can't remember when the Galaxy 10 came out. Maybe that's more like two years old. I know that I'm sort of uh, – my my contract's up. So I know that it's at least been two years because that's how long my contract runs. And it's been out for a little while. So it's about two years old. My wife's is three years old. And I'm surprised that she hasn't cashed hers in yet and, and gotten a new one. I'm, I'm starting to feel the itch just a little bit. I'm a Samsung guy. Uh, this this S10 Plus has been a great phone for me. I'm not really dying to change, to be honest with you, but I'm starting to get the battery issue. And uh, the new Samsungs, you can't change the battery anymore like you could the old ones. And so, you know, I've only, like I say a battery issue, I can only last, you know, like until I get home. Like I have to charge when I get home. It used to be, you know, I could go all day and it'd be days before I'd have to charge sometimes. So I'm starting to lose that battery a little bit. Well, I've talked about my phone. I have the iPhone 6. It's the last one with the headphone jack. I'm going to ride this thing till it dies. My headphone jack doesn't work anymore. So luckily, uh. so luckily it does also do the Bluetooth. But yeah, I can't even use the headphone jack. I used it too much because I use analog until I couldn't, basically. So uh, now it just doesn't work. I can't even plug one in. It doesn't re- recognize it. <laughs> Steve Whittington from Select Cards and Collectibles joins us now. Steve, are you calling us on your smartphone? I am. I'm a Samsung uh, 10S guy myself. There you go. Yes, sir. There you go. So, what's up at the store? What are people talking about when they come into the shop? Oh, it's every. It's all about football season now. Football, football, football. Yeah. So uh, that first week gets everybody wound up. So are people coming in looking for specific players? Are they buying packs? Are they come? Are they interested in complete sets? What are people looking for? It's always packs and boxes. It's always the new thing. You know, whatever else on the shelf, that's what they want. So, uh, it just, you know, we talked about lottery tickets. They're just trying to pull a big, massive card worth a bunch of money. So they don't, we don't do, a lot of people just don't do sets anymore. It's an old dinosaur thing like me and you. <laughs> well, so what do you recommend in terms of the brand for pro football cards? Um, well, I mean, the higher dollar product, obviously, you have a better return. Right. So, Buy whatever you can afford because they will. I mean, it, it, it's a relative curve, so they're putting higher dollar stuff in the higher dollar product. So buy what you can afford and hope you hit some sort of a one on one or a shield card or something along those lines, and you can buy your new car with it. Yeah. Now, is it Panini? Is that the is that the product you want when you go to yeah, the that's NFL? The that's the licensed NFL product. The other companies, you know, make a little bit of stuff, but for the most part, Panini is the one that actually has the NFL team logos on it. Gotcha. At least yeah. in the next four or five years until. Uh, Fanatics takes over, and then we'll see what it goes. Yeah, I mean, Fanatics is basically going to control everything, right? I mean, they've they've got deals with uh, all the major manufacturer. They they've got the deals with all the leagues, and they've got the deals with all the players' associations. You know, and and when the the news came down that Tops is going to be out of the baseball business, which is really like a shock to the system. I mean, they've they've controlled the product primarily for the last seventy years. Why didn't Tops think of going in uh, to a deal with the players' association as partners? They tried to. I just don't think they had the money. I mean, the the numbers that we saw were that tops contract was three, four, five million dollars, and and fanatics or billion dollars. I'm sorry, fanatics has so much money. They're eighteen billion dollar company. They just threw the money out there where nobody could deal with it, and that's the same reason Panini lost out. Panini wasn't able to go out there and pay what the NBA was wanting. So, what do you think is going to happen when fanatics takes over the baseball product? I mean, what, what's going to change? I think, I mean, the rumors are on our end of the spectrum, they really probably are going to buy tops and upper deck, or either or. But they don't have the process to make cards, and although they do have five years to make it, it's not an exact, you know, it's not easy. 
So where Tops lost their value when they were getting bought out and that merger didn't go through because they lost the contract, their value dropped and they're right for the pickings. And I'd say Fanatics goes and makes them a deal they can't refuse and picks up Upper Deck while they're at it, which will be good for the consumer. Hey, I wanted to ask you about Alec Manoa. Um, Threw a great game last night, eight shutout innings, 10 Ks, one hit, no walks against the, the first place Rays at the Rogers Center last night for Toronto. He pitched at WVU. Is it time to maybe try to grab a couple of this guy's rookie cards? What, what, oh, yeah. What, oh, yeah tell me a little bit about Manoa's rookie card. Okay, so he's been in the last three years of product. So we've talked before. You know, there's a draft, which he would have been in the 2019 Bowman draft. He would have been in the 2020 prospect. And then this year that he's playing Major League Baseball, he'll be in a rookie card, will be as 21. You know, designated with the RC on the card. So any of those three you can pick up. I always tend to go for the rookie cards with the RC on them. Sure. I don't. I try and stay away from the draft and prospect if I can. But if you get what you can of him, because it looks like he's going to be uh, pretty formidable for the future. All right. So if I stopped at the shop on my way home from work today, would you guys have some of these? I don't think we have very many singles left because I think people beat you to him. But uh, probably we'll be getting some. There's a show coming up this weekend, a small show in Huntington. Okay. Actually, it's the Delta. And I'm probably going to go down there and try and bob all we can, to be honest. All right. So uh, right now, how much is his rookie card going for? Oh, his, like the paper, 2021 or $2, $3 a piece. But, you know, they're all, everything's serial numbers. You can get stuff up to $50, 60 $80 cards. Wow. Without having an autograph on it now already. Wow. Hey, let's talk a little bit about Ryan Braun. So Ryan Braun retired today after 14 years with the Brewers. He played for the West Virginia Power. Um, are there any Power products? Are there any cards of, of Braun as a member of the Power? Just some team sets that came out those years, and they're pretty limited. I've only seen a few of them, but I haven't I haven't seen any for probably five or ten years. Okay, okay. The only thing I know that he had that logo. So, you know, you look at Braun's numbers and where he rates amongst uh, the Brewers all time. I mean, we're talking about a guy who hit north of 350 home runs. He did have the steroid scandal. How much did the steroid scandal hurt his card value? Um, probably pretty substantial. Just my opinion. I mean, Barry Bond still hadn't made the Hall of Fame either, so right. I don't know if Braun, you know, it's that's a long, uh, he's got a long road ahead of him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to the Hall of Fame. I, 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 I don't think so either. No, I don't think Braun's a Hall of Famer. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is, is there additional card value if a guy spends his entire career with one team? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, look at, uh, look at Tom Brady. I mean, just... His stuff is all Tampa Bay now. All his memorabilia, everything is. If everybody wants Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and they played twenty years for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, we had a new Hall of Fame class go in last week. Now we knew who were uh, who were in this class for a long time. I mean, the ceremony uh, was wiped out by the pandemic last year. When a when a player goes into the Hall of Fame, I'm not talking about Jeter. I mean, Jeter's value is through the, is through the roof. But what about somebody like Ted Simmons? His value jumped a lot because he was kind of on the borderline. He was people, you know, he had a he was a great catcher. People just didn't think he was going to make it. So when the balloting came out and he started moving up that list, you know, his stuff started. I saw it at card shows. I mean, it was just a common card, and then it went to a five dollar card, and then it was a ten dollar card for his rookie, and then it was a fifteen or twenty dollar card in good condition. It just kept going up and up. And then when he got the call there last year, it you know doubled overnight, and it's basically stayed there. 
Hey, I want to ask you finally, um, I, I sent you a story I saw today about now that the NIL rules have changed for, for college athletes, there are some college cards in some of these NFL packs. Uh, I guess Onyx has a product that has some uh, college cards in it. Are the players getting paid for that? Yes, they are. Yeah, are, are they those, absolutely are. Are those collectible? Um, they are collectible. I mean, those are really only going to be desirable for people that collect a college team. And there are huge factors, you know that, that go after a specific team or their alma mater. In the grand scheme of things, I don't recommend it to people because they, they lose their value so fast as soon as they get drafted and they got a pro uniform card, that stuff falls off and we just try and stay away from it unless it's just a, a college fan. Now these, these cards are kind of interesting because while the players can appear on the cards, you cannot see any of the school logos. Right. Yeah. That that's that's kind of yeah. odd. Now, it, yeah, I guess put the money in the kids' pocket, not the schools, right? Well, that's exactly right. Now, these Onyx cards, I'm seeing the one for Bryce Young, the quarterback at Alabama, and the one for Spencer Radler at Oklahoma. Are are these signed cards? Yes, they are. They're autographed. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. So, for, for example, I mean, how much would this Radler card be worth? Um, you know, I have no idea. I <laughs> okay. mean, to an Oklahoma fan, I mean, that's that's where the money's at. If you find Oklahoma people, they're going to pay 50 or $100 for that card autograph. But here in West Virginia, you probably couldn't get $5 for it right now. Yeah, you probably And he gets right. drafted, hypothetically, by the you know Texans or somebody, and he comes out in that Texas uniform, that card is only going to be after our Oklahoma collector. Man, I, I tell you what, Steve, these, these segments go by so fast. I have so many questions. Thanks for coming on the show, as always. Uh, uh, and I love it. I do too. I do too. We do. That's why we do it twice a month. Thanks for coming on the program. I do appreciate it. All right, man. You guys be good. All right, Steve Whittington from Select Cards and Collectibles. Let's take a quick break. We are coming back with On This Date in just a moment. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Former Washington football team general counsel David Donovan alleged the attorney hired to look into allegations of sexual harassment in the organization violated attorney-client privilege and engaged in fraudulent trickery to obtain confidential information. Donovan sued Beth Wilkinson of Wilkinson Steckloff, whom the team hired in July of 2020 to review allegations of misconduct. Olympic power broker Sheikh Ahmed Al-Fahad Al-Sabah was found guilty of forgery linked to implicating his political rivals in Kuwait in a coup plot, a verdict that puts his long career in global sports politics at risk. Sheikh Ahmad and lawyers based in Geneva in 2014 were convicted on forgery charges linked to orchestrating a sham arbitration case in the Swiss city. Sheikh Ahmad was sentenced to 14 months in prison. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr, brought to you by Exergen. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Colaguard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Colaguard is right for you. 
or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Hi, it's John Burdett with 4th Avenue Financial. Are you on track for the comfortable retirement you've dreamed about? Go to 4thAvenueFinancial.com to schedule a free consultation or to sign up for my weekly financial tips, giving you the knowledge to retire right. Visit 4thAvenueFinancial.com today. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through JW Cole Advisors Incorporated, JW Cole Financial, JW Cole Advisors, and 4th Avenue Financial are unaffiliated entities. Reds fans, get vaccinated, stay safe, and save on Reds tickets. Show your COVID-19 vaccination card at the Great American Ballpark box office for $10 view level tickets. This offer is valid for all Monday through Thursday regular season home games. Remember to show your COVID-19 vaccination card at the ballpark ticket windows for $10 view level tickets. For details, visit Reds.com slash vaccine. Brought to you by City National Bank, where you can get a home equity line of credit with rates starting below prime. Equal housing lender. For a convenient location near you, log on to bankatcity.com. Good afternoon, everyone. It is still currently all clear here throughout the Charleston area. No accidents or road closures to report to you at this time. So be sure to continue to use caution and stay safe when traveling out on the roadways today. Tune in for concise, specialized advice on a variety of topics from Ask the Expert. Weekday mornings at 820. Visit WCHSnetwork.com slash expert for the broadcast schedule and the voice of Charleston 580 WCHS. All right, welcome back to the show. It is almost 10 minutes till the hour on this date's coming up in just a sec. In the 5 o'clock hour, we will hear from both Neil Brown of West Virginia and Charles Huff, the head football coach at Marshall, about their big games this weekend. West Virginia hosts Virginia Tech at high noon in Morgantown. Our game day coverage on Saturday begins at 9 a.m. Meanwhile, the 2-0 Marshall Thundering Herd, 10-point favorites at home against East Carolina. We'll hear from both those coaches, and we'll also run down the West Virginia SSAC uh, computer rankings that set the, uh, the field for the high school football playoffs. We'll take a look at who's in. In AAA, AA, and single A. We'll do that right after 5 o'clock. We'll play in or out at 525. Tom Bragg from 247 Sports will be here at 533. We'll talk a little Marshall football at that point. Got a coronavirus update at 542 this afternoon as it relates to our state. But, you know, and we'll have more of your responses to our question of the day. We need to get into that. Haven't really talked too much about that in the first couple of hours of the show. But right now it's time for On This Date, and let's start with the birthdays. Birthdays today. Faith Ford is 57. Sam Neill, the actor, is 74. Hall of Fame basketball coach Larry Brown, an assistant this year in Memphis, is 81 from baseball. Tim Wallach of the Expos is 64. Reds manager David Bell having a birthday today. He's 49. And Gregory Polanco, talking about former players of the West Virginia Power, former Pirate outfielder, is 30 today. The Lone Ranger. Clayton Moore was born on this date in 1914. He died December 28th, 1999 at the age of 85. Coop hit me with a little bit of the Lone Ranger. Him dead, Kimosabi. But me glad. Him deserved to die. No, Tonto. No one should have his life end like this. Better him dead. Like White Parsons say, this act of providence, now no one know you still live. 
Yes, that is true. A strange act of providence has protected my secret. Maybe great for him. All right. I'll get Scott ready for travel. <laughs> nice. Clayton Moore, the Lone Ranger. Also on this date, uh, having a birthday, Fred Sonic Smith. Fred Sonic Smith of the MC5. He's in the West Virginia Music Hall of Fame. He died in 1994. Coop, let me hear just a little bit of the start of Kick Out the Jams. And also on this date from television, 1972, the Waltons began their nine-year run on CBS. Here's a here's a promo before it aired on CBS. This is Richard Thomas, urging you to watch our new series, The Waltons, here on CBS. It's more than television's only new dramatic series this season. It's a wonderfully different kind of show. You'll enjoy warm and dramatic and emotion-packed stories about me and my family, all 11 of us, as well as our friends and neighbors. So be sure to watch The Waltons here on Television 9. There you go. Uh, You know, it's that time of the year when new shows would premiere. 1978, Mork and Mindy debuted on ABC. 1981, Entertainment Tonight made its debut. That's amazing. Entertainment Tonight has been around 40 years. The Golden Girls debuted on this date in 1985. And from baseball on this date, 1994, the acting commissioner of baseball, Bud Selig, announced the season was over. 34 days after the players went on strike, there would be no playoffs or World Series that year. CSN's Rod Smith reports. The season was officially canceled with a press release issued by Major League Baseball, supported by the signatures of every team but two, the Baltimore Orioles and the Cincinnati Reds. Later, as a fitting symbol of how far apart the players and owners are, Bud Selig and Donald Fear held news conferences in two separate cities, each reminding us of the reason there will be no World Series, the salary cap. Like a lot of things in life, you um, anticipate something and fear that it's coming hope that it isn't and when the day uh, is here uh, there's an incredible amount of sadness and was also on this date in 2010 reggie bush gave back his 2005 heisman trophy an unprecedented move in the history of the award because of the scandal over improper benefits he got while he was a running back at southern cal Reggie Bush called winning the Heisman one of the greatest accomplishments of his life, which made his decision to return the award that much more painful. It was extremely difficult. You know, it wasn't an easy decision, but um, and I felt like it was the best one. Um, it wasn't one that deep down inside I wanted to make, but it was one that I felt like it was the right thing to do. Although he reiterated sending back the Heisman was in no way an admission of guilt, Bush was equally as emphatic on the reason why he made the decision. I just felt like it was the most, uh, it was the best thing to do at this time. I felt like it was the most respectable thing to do, uh, you know, because obviously I do respect the Heisman. I do respect everything that it stands for and uh, respect all the people who came before me and who will come after me. And our musical birthday to the break, Bowser, John Bauman from Shaanana is 74. The five things to know at five o'clock in sports are coming up next.
Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. For years, you've heard about the Walker family of dealerships and how Gene and Ryan built their business the old-fashioned way, by making friends. What you need to know is that's not some kind of a gimmick, and they're not just blowing smoke. The Walker dealerships, that's Walker Chevrolet and Nitro, and Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Hurricane, were just voted the best in the Valley in many categories. A Walker is the best place to buy a new car and a used car, and the same goes for new and used trucks as well. Perhaps what makes Walker the best in so many categories is that they're a little different than other dealers that gene and ryan are always on the job and always at their dealerships you can walk in the front door and they're right there behind a desk working on deals with customers and employees alike and that makes a difference so stop in today and see what so many others have already discovered that car buying doesn't have to be stressful and that gene and ryan will go to the limit to earn your business and that's what makes them the best in the valley walker chevrolet and nitro and walker chrysler dodge jeep and ram in hurricane making friends one deal at a time Hey guys, don't mind me as I interrupt your radio program. It's Sue Cosner, your favorite health expert, on men's performance in the bedroom. Do me a favor and don't touch that dial. That's a mistake. If you've been listening to this radio station, you've probably heard a compelling radio ad for Noxatril, the potent all-natural male enhancement pill. Men constantly reach out and ask me, does this Noxatril really work or is it just another scam product? I can tell you there's nothing better than Noxatril. I recommend this super pill to men everywhere. It will transform your life in the bedroom once and for all. Strong, powerful results that increase your blood flow fast. No prescription, no side effects. Just imagine Viagra on steroids. So call Noxatril now and take advantage of an incredible free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. Find out how to get a free bottle of Noxatril. Call 800-605-8997. That's 800-605-8997. Free bottles for a limited time. So call now. 800-605-8997. 800-605-8997. This is Dr. Michio Kaku. Join me on Science Fantastic as we explore the cutting edge of science on 580 AM WCHS. Professor Michio Kaku takes you on a weekly adventure on the Science Fantastic, a science show that explains the complexity of nature in an understandable and engaging way. Feed your brain on the Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Saturday evenings from 6 till 9 on the Voice of Charleston, 104.5, 96.5, and 580. WCHS. On 580 WCHS, begin every weekday with the morning news. Then 580 Live with Dave Allen takes calls and navigates local issues. After that, Hoppy Kerchival addresses issues in the Mountain State and beyond on Metro News Talk Line. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton anchor the afternoon. Then end your day with a dose of sports and entertainment on Hotline with Dave Weekly, followed by the statewide sports line for complete WVU news. It's all on the award-winning Voice of Charleston. 580 WCHS. 580 WCHS presents informative programming every weekend. On Sundays, tune in for the headline news out of Washington with Meet the Press and ABC This Week. The Best in Talk Radio continues with Boomer Investing Advice on the Income Generation. The Military Veterans Show, Frontlines of Freedom, Sunday Sportsline, ABC News, and Planetary Science Radio. The programming schedule is at wchsnetwork.com slash programs. On Sundays, like every day, your information station is the voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. An award-winning news magazine program that takes you beyond today's headlines and trends. ABC Perspective, Saturday mornings at 9 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. 
sports headlines at 5 o'clock. The West Virginia Power's got a doubleheader with High Point. Game 1 starts at 5.05. Power sweep that thing. They'll be in first place. SSAC football ratings are out. First batch of the playoff edition. University in AAA, RCB in AA, Buffalo in single A are number one. New soccer polls out. West Virginia men, number four. Marshall, number six. And the Reds are at the Pirates tonight. This is Metro News. The voice of West Virginia. WCHSAM. 96.5 FM, Charleston. And 104.5 Cross Lanes. A West Virginia Radio Corporation station. It's 5 o'clock. From ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. California polls are still open in the special recall election, deciding if Governor Gavin Newsom should be removed and replaced for his handling of the pandemic. No ballots have been tallied yet, but there are unfounded claims of fraud. Vicki is a Republican voter in Santa Ana who came out despite her concerns. It's very important whether you think you're going to win or lose. we got to participate. Newsom needs 50% of the vote to remain in office. ABC's Alex Stone is tracking the final hours. In a last-minute surprise campaign stop in San Francisco, Governor Gavin Newsom said he knows the polls indicate he'll remain as governor if the polls are correct and if Democrats show up in big enough numbers to vote. I feel what is the best university ever. Welcome to Iowa, where you can write your own story. Choose from over 200 areas of study, including a dozen programs ranked in the top 10. Roll up your sleeves and try something new. You never know where it might take you. This story is written, directed, and produced by you. Learn more at uiowa.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.